1: So in this episode, I'm going to be answering your questions that you have been sending in to me, and really doing a deep dive on how to make money, manage money, multiply money, how to be an entrepreneur, how to start, scale and grow businesses, property portfolios. I absolutely love these Q and A sessions. So thanks for tuning in. Let's get straight to it. So let's get to it. We've got a question here from Jessica Thompson. Um, hey Jessica, thanks for sending me in your question. This is a great question, and Jessica has asked. Why did I become a business owner? Oh my goodness! Well, there's many reasons why I became a business owner, and you know, from a very young age, I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. My first business was selling sweets in the playground, even in primary school. I I also used to go and sell um, He-Man figures and She-Man figures and Action Man figures, and I really enjoyed that. and As I went into secondary school, my mum introduced me to a friend of hers called Tim, and Tim was a market trader. So I would spend my Saturdays and Sundays down the market learning the lingo, and Tim had one of these big, big, massive lorries, and he used to wear the headset and throw stuff into the crowd, and I really enjoyed that process. So when I went into secondary school, I said, hey, Tim, I could sell this stuff at school. So it wasn't long before I used to go in with two bags, I had my school bag, which to be honest with you, I wasn't interested in that that much. And then I had the Reebok bag with the jeans and the perfumes and the cigarettes. And I really became the kid at school that could get you anything you wanted. And I really enjoyed the process of buying something for a pound selling it for three pounds and having this bit in the middle called profit. Not that I really understood much about profit at that time. It was just feeding my sweet addiction. And it was also helping me put food on the table at home with my mom. You know, we didn't have much money. I grew up on a, a rough council estate. And I always made a promise that I was going to do everything I could to protect my mom, protect my brother, protect my family. So that's really where my business ventures first started. And After that, I went into door canvassing for Zenith Windows. I did that at the age of 15. I went to college to do a GNVQ in business management. Lasted about three weeks and literally ran out of the door to become a full-time door canvasser. And I've always had the bug for business, for entrepreneurship. Um, I have had some jobs. I was a door canvasser. I worked for an insurance company. Um, I worked overseas for a sales and marketing company. And at the age of 22, I actually set up my first official business. And and I just think by being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, you have a lot more choices. You decide on how much you want to earn you decide on when you want to work. And I just feel having that flexibility to do what I want, when I want, with who I want, and to grab opportunity in the moment of the opportunity, for me, uh, is far better than being employed when you're being told what to do, when to do it, how to do it. There's only so much money you can earn. And, you know, I worked with a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people go through the corporate ladder to be the manager the manager of the manager. And, you know, a lot of people are just not feeling fulfilled, they're feeling overworked, undervalued, they're not being paid enough, they end up being in what we call the rat race, the nine to five, the grind of society, whatever you wanna call it. So really for me, um, the reason I became a business owner was a natural progression. I love business, I love clients, I love doing deals, hence why I'm called uh, Liam J. Ryan, The Dealmaker, and I've never, ever, ever looked back since. So there's some of the reasons uh, why I became and still am a business owner. Love business, love property, love entrepreneurship, and you decide where you wanna take this. If you want a small business, you can have a small business. If you want a big business, you can have a big business. If you wanna be a one man band, a one woman band, you can do that. If you wanna grow a team, you can do that. And by being a business owner, I truly believe that I have a lot more purpose in life and um, I enjoy it. I enjoy the excitement of being a business owner. I enjoy the pressure of being a business owner. I enjoy looking at opportunities and being able to pivot if you need to pivot. You know, we've been through a huge pandemic recently and my company's pivoted very quickly. You know, we just saw more opportunity. So great question, Jessica. Thanks very much. Okay. Next question is from a Peter George. Hello, Peter. And he has asked me, what's been my biggest challenge in business? Hmm, that is a great question. And you know what? There's been lots of challenges. I I wouldn't say there's been one that's really stuck out to me. So I'll, I'll talk about a few challenges that I've faced. Now, number one is myself and maybe you're watching this now and you also know that you are your own biggest challenge and sometimes I find it hard to get out my own way, sometimes I've got lack of belief, lack of confidence in myself, sometimes I doubt myself, sometimes I may procrastinate longer than I need to. So one of the biggest challenges business owners face is themselves, never quite satisfied, never quite fulfilled, Uh, As soon as I've done one deal, I might celebrate for five minutes and then I'm just on to the next deal. So not celebrating enough, I've certainly done that in my business career, Uh, put a lot of pressure on myself, which of course has its ups and has its downs. Uh, Other challenges has also been sometimes market conditions. It's been outside influences. So I had a really successful renewable energy company a few years ago, it was the place to work in Chelmsford. Three and a half thousand square foot office. I had 115 people working for me. I had door canvases. I had energy assessments. We were providing uh, the best renewable energy products. And then, literally, one morning, I come into my office from being in the gym, and there's three people standing on the stairs. Donna, my PA. Will my marketing manager and Darren, my sales manager, and you know, have you ever been in a position where someone looks really scared or they look like they've seen a ghost? Well, all three of them looked petrified, and I said, "What's going on?" So they hurried me into my office, and they said, "The government have made the announcement." And what the government did was they made an announcement that they were going to be slashing the feed-in tariff for renewable energy for homeowners and business owners, and. I don't know if you can think of a time where you were given some bad news, but it was literally a split second, but felt like eternity. I almost felt like I was in the Matrix, and I knew in that moment that this business was not scalable, it wasn't sustainable, and you know I was forced to close that business down. Now, in that moment, it was a very, very, very difficult period of my life as a as a man, as a dad, as a a business owner, someone that's really proud of what he does. And, and it was a really, really dark time for me. However, sometimes in your darkest moments, you ha- you have the most amount of sunlight. And through that business, I met Jay Munoz, who is now my amazing business partner in property. I met my wife, Holly. And as a result of meeting Holly, we got married. And I've been able to have two more children. Uh, Ivy, who's now five and Winter who's uh, 20 months, which has been amazing. It's been amazing. So uh, that was a challenge. I've also had some challenges with some previous business partners. Uh, one of my business partners in my mid-20s tried to take the company away from me. Uh, He was uh, a bit of bad work and that really affected me. I was in my mid-20s. I was full of life, full of excitement, full of positivity. But to have someone try and steal your business uh, was a really, really difficult period. But look here, in all businesses, anything worth getting there's always gonna be some challenges and it's no different than going on a date. If you have a bad date, you keep dating until you find, hopefully, the love of your life. So you can't allow challenges that have happened or will happen hold you back from being successful. And if anything, these challenges have made me the entrepreneur, the business owner, the property investor that I am today. Great, next question. Uh, Question from Gary Brooks. Hi, Gary, big shout out to you, my man. And he says, um, does your wife and children support you? Mm. Now, maybe, Gary, you're in a position where your family don't support you. That's an assumption. Maybe there's other people tuning into this right now where you feel that your wife, your husband, your family, your friends, your children are not giving you the support that you want. And here is the thing. You have to do this for you initially. You are the most important person in your life in terms of wanting to go to that next level. And sometimes it's your nearest or dearest that will hold you back. And for many, many years, I just wanted to please everybody else. And here's the thing, in order to be successful in business, you cannot please everybody. And as an entrepreneur, you have to say, you know what? I'm not going to listen to your crap anymore. I'm going to go and hang out with some new people. I've got a great idea. I want to get into business and you have to lead from the front. Now, I'm not saying go and get a bloody divorce this afternoon. I'm not saying you can't hang out with your best mate anymore, but you're going to live their life or you're gonna live your life. Now, I'm very fortunate. Holly, my beautiful wife, she does support me. My children very much support me. Uh, One of the reasons why I do what I do and is part of my big why is that I want my wife and my kids to be super proud. I wanna be the difference that makes the difference, not only in my own life, but also in their life. But the reality is the following. If my wife did not support me, I would be doing this anyway. And that is the bottom line we'd either end up getting a divorce or not, not not, ever getting married, and I'd find somebody else. And I get a lot of people, they say, man, you know what, my wife, my partner, my kids, all they say is, hey, I work a lot. Well, well yeah, I work a lot. You know, that's how you met me. That's what I do. And I was always really upfront and honest with Holly. Now, that doesn't mean... I don't spend time with my wife or my kids, it's about having the balance. So I spend lots of time with Holly, I spend lots of time with my kids. So the key thing, right, to get your family, your wife, your children, whoever on board, is to get them to understand the vision and also get them to have a say in how they want their life to be, what's their vision, and then create something that is a win-win for everybody. So I just wanna give a big shout out to Holly and my beautiful four children. I love you to bits, thank you for being so supportive, and um, I hope I am doing you proud. Okay, here we go, we've got some more questions here. Uh, We've got a question from Diane Ellis. And this is, wow, this is interesting. I've not been asked this question for a while. Uh, Diana's asked, why did I become a speaker? Why did I become a speaker? And hey, thanks for the acknowledgement that I am a speaker. And once upon a time, I was really nervous on camera. I was really nervous on stage. I've always been quite a shy individual, but... I've always enjoyed leading a team and growing a team and pushing a team forward. And the reality is, when I first got into property the right way, so back in 2015, I invested in training and mentoring, and I got my first few deals over the line. And you know, I'd actually been in property now for over 20 years. First time round, I made every mistake in the book. Second time round, it's been super successful. Touchwood raised over 9 million pounds in joint venture funding, been involved with over 28 million pounds worth of property deals, and built an amazing team of people, able to do less, earn more. I'm now one of the co-founders of the UK's leading property business and wealth training educational companies. So when I started to get great results, I thought, you know what, if I can come back from where I was, and do this, then there's other people out there that also need a lot of help and support. And we all have a story inside of us. We've all got pains that we've overcome. We've all got ideas. And I really found a way to turn my passion into my profit. And one of my passions is helping other people, serving other people. So a number of years ago, I invested in speaker training. I got around some of the UK's best public speakers, some of the biggest influencers. I invested tens of thousands of pounds and I made a decision that I was going to become a master at speaking. I was going to get on big stages. I was going to build my personal brand. I wanted to go and influence and help people here in the UK and all over the world. And I just put my heart and soul into everything. So I'm a speaker. Number one, it enables you to make some really, really good income. Like as a speaker, you can literally write your own paycheck because you are seen as that authority figure and people will come to you. But it's more than the income. It's about having impact. And there's a lot of people in the world suffering right now and we need more people to step up. And I'm sure many of you watching this, listening to this, you will have a solution to people's problems. And I challenge you, it's it's your duty to make this world a better place. So I believe as being a speaker, I can make big income, I can have huge impact, create amazing communities. And on top of all of that, I absolutely love being a speaker. I enjoy what I do. No day really feels like a, like a work day. I get up in the morning, I make sure I focus in on high income generating tasks and I speak, I create content, I shoot YouTube videos, I do Facebook Lives, I'm a best-selling author, I run different training courses from property to sales to marketing to business to public speaking. I've actually got a three-day speaker boot camp where I teach people how to become public speakers and how to go and have a big, big impact on the world. That's a brilliant question. Thanks for that, Diane. And uh, I'll just do this one more question here. Uh, we've got a question from uh, Margia Crane. So, hi Margia, and uh, this is a brilliant question. And the question is, what advice would you give to anyone starting out in business? Well, there's lots of advice I can give, but let me share some stuff with you. Uh, number one, expect to work very hard in the beginning. You can then get to a point where you can work less, you can earn more, you can systemize, but be prepared, be prepared that you're gonna need to grind it out, you're gonna need to put in the hours and roll your sleeves up. The next thing that I would advise you is that not everyone is going to be on board with what you are doing. You're gonna have people that support you, and you're also gonna have people that will troll you, will hate you, will judge you. Some people will love a, the thing about you that others hate about you. So just be prepared for that. You're not gonna keep everybody happy. And that's one of the reasons why I feel it's really important to get into mastermind groups, make sure you get advanced training, have a great mentor that's gonna support and keep you accountable. Now, I, I personally invest 60 to 70,000 pounds a year in different training programs, mentoring, mastermind programs, because I I wanna hang out with people that have been there, that have done it. I don't wanna learn from my mistakes, I wanna learn from their mistakes. So that would be my next piece of advice, Margia, is to get yourself into a mastermind group, go and hang out with the people that are doing what you want to do. Other pieces of advice, have a great product, go above and beyond for your customers your clients um, keep coming up with great ideas embrace rejection, um, understand the art of selling and negotiating and communicating. So definitely get better at selling, get better at speaking, Uh, build a team. You know, that's really important, build a team. Start with a personal assistant that can do a lot of the low income generating tasks and then you can build a team, get someone great at marketing, someone at funnels, someone doing sales. Hey, perhaps you'll find a business Business partner at some point. So they are some of my words of wisdom from doing this many, many years, literally since I was six years old in the playground selling sweets. I've now owned multiple businesses on an international scale, turning over tens of millions of pounds in my career. And I am really the real entrepreneur. And, you know, so, some businesses have done great, some have failed but it's not how hard you fall, it is how fast and how many times you get up, and it's important to keep going because you're just one idea, one client, one solution away from a completely different life. Wow, I absolutely love doing these Q&A sessions. They were amazing questions. If you've got any questions for me, then hook me up on Instagram, Liam J. Ryan Wealth. Uh, Follow me there. Send me a DM with your question, and I will give you a special shout out in my next episode.
0: You're listening to The Dealmaker Podcast, hosted by multi-millionaire property investor, entrepreneur, and Guinness World Record holder, Liam Ryan. Discover how to start, scale, and grow your business, become a better negotiator, create more opportunity and make massive profit so you can live the life of your dreams.